Welcome to the Grace Story Podcast, where inspiring stories are brought to life. This podcast is made possible by Grace College and Seminary, located on the shores of Winona Lake in the great state of Indiana. I'm your host, Dr. Drew Flam. This is the Grace Story Podcast. Today, our guests on the podcast are also currently the most popular people on the Grace College campus. Darren Parker and Amy Heckman Parker are both Grace grads from the early 2000s. They are also owners, along with Amy's brothers, Andrew and Adam, of Splendor Boats in Silver Lake, Indiana. If you haven't heard or seen yet, Amy and her brothers generously gave Grace a brand new boat that we have been putting to very good use. So Darren and Amy, welcome to the podcast. Thank you for being here. So uh, first question, um, you're both involved in the business. What are each of your roles at Splendor Boats? Darren, you're first. Okay. Um, currently, I'm the controller at Splendor, so I oversee all the finance, um, everything accounting. Um, came in originally as the purchaser just about a year after college and kind of worked my way up to there. Good. Uh, I'm at the, the marina here in Warsaw most of the time. Um, I do a little bit there and a little bit down Silver Lake, just kind of doing whatever comes my way that day. And keeping your brothers and your husband in check, which yeah. sounds like a full-time, maybe like three full-time jobs. It is a full-time job. <laughs> she is the peacekeeper. I am, I am the peacekeeper. Now, you were telling me right before here, you didn't meet at Grace. How did you all meet? Um, we met in high school, so we lived a half mile apart, um, but went to two separate junior highs. Um, and then in high school, fresh somewhere, a freshman year, just kind of ran into each other and figured out, oh, hey, you live a half mile away from me. And um, so then I with my sister and her with her two brothers just kind of started hanging out um, summers, watching movies together. And we we're just best friends for two years, basically. And um, I think her family was pushing her, saying, you're going to date him. And and we laughed at that a lot and thought that was a silly idea because <laughs> I was her goofy friend and that's what she was to me too just somebody we hung out with and started dating somewhere our junior year of high school so it was an arranged marriage yeah basically is yeah. what you're saying yeah, okay it was, it was very much so <laughs> and you uh went to ball state originally but then um transferred back to grace what brought you back to grace it was coach daryl johnson of the golf team so yeah um he called me the day i moved into ball state and asked if I had any interest in playing. And I said, I'm <laughs> moving in to college today. It's kind of late. But he kept on me and kept calling and wanted to see scorecards throughout my first semester of college. And, yeah, he kind of lured me back. Um, it wasn't a hard decision because she was here as well. And so, so that made it easy. But, yeah, I played golf for three and a half years here. And, uh, Amy, you came here directly. Uh, what was your major when you came to Grace? Graphic design. Gotcha. Okay, good. So did, have you used that skill set as well in the company? I do. Occasionally, I don't get to use it as much as I would like, but yeah, I get to use it occasionally. Now, how did, uh, Amy, this idea of um, this wonderful, amazing idea of gifting Grace a boat, um, tell me how that came about and what your, why your family decided this was a, a good idea? 
Well, I, I think we met up with Matt at one point in time. And, Matt Metzger, yeah, our marketing Matt, director. Matt Metzger. Yeah. And then we just, we all started talking and we were like, you know what, that'd be a great idea. Um, and we, my brothers and I talked about it and we were all on board and we thought it would be fun and exciting for both of us, for all of us, Grace and, and Splendor. So. And I'm, I got to be at one of those first meetings, and, and what was neat was then, one, it went really quick, um, <laughs> but then you know, as our students got to go out and actually see the process, some of our business, some of our engineering students, and other students uh, went out and actually saw the boat being built, which was really neat for them um, to now see the final product. Um, so tell me a little bit, uh, we, we all sometimes have this dream of owning a business. And um, on campus, we have an entrepreneurship major. We have a business plan competition. Um, we encourage students to think entrepreneurially. So uh, give us uh, advice. What would you tell somebody who says, you know, I think it'd be great to own a business? <laughs> I, I would say, you know, intern. Um, work some different places and just see what things you like and don't like. Um, I know right out of college, my, my first job was for a small little company in Syracuse, Indiana, and it was a f- small family business. In fact, I was the only one in the office that wasn't a part of that family. And <laughs> and I remember every day, like the, the mother of that business, would she'd go grocery shop and she'd come in and she'd cook. And I'd sit there and open my, you know, brown paper sack, and she was cooking a nice meal, and they would all get together and sit at the table and eat lunches together. And I just remember thinking, that's awesome. I want to be a part of something like that where my family's there, um, and I get to do that each day. And so when I even started working at Splendor, that's one of the visions I had was just, man, we've got this family unit here um, to have a situation where we could do that and just fellowship together in the middle of the day see how each other doing and not just go our separate ways all the time that was one of my dreams so and I just got that you know my first job out of college so Uh so the more you can be out there and and see different businesses and how they operate how they treat people I I think you get some great experiences that you can bring into your own business later like that Hmm. Amy any any family business advice I mean you gotta run this uh, with your two brothers yes. um, so what advice would you have for those interested in this uh, what Darren said a family business well the good thing about our the way we work um, my brothers and I are very close which I think helps with the situation but we all have our own opinions which goes a long way because there are a lot of difficult decisions you have to make on a daily basis and to have everybody's different point of view is very helpful it helps everybody else kind of let it sink in, and then we can make a good call um, as far as that goes. It takes a lot of hard work, a lot of hard work. And we are working owners, so we're a part of the business every single day, every minute, working with the people we work with. Hmm. So That's neat. Um, I, I hear you just saying the relation, like working on that relationship and ensuring the relationship is solid helps you in making good business decisions together. That's really neat. Um, let's go back to the beginning. Uh, Doyle, correct your grandfather, um, who re- didn't originally have the vision for boats. Um, tell us how his vision for a business, and then then you move to now being uh, a wonderful uh, boat company. 
Yeah, my grandpa in the early, I think it was the 1950s, he started in a company here in the Warsaw area, the North American Marine Company, and he was boat building wooden boats. Um, so that's kind of where he had started. We've always been on the lake. I mean, my dad grew up around the lake. My grandfather did. We always were in the water. So I think he always had a taste for that. Um, he started the fiberglass business um, in the early 70s. And so therefore, he started out making probably anything and everything under the sun from um, fan shrouds to church steeples to, you know, anything that someone would ask. Um, we still have some of those accounts still today from when he started the business. Um, and it just went from there. He's, he became a master pattern maker and he started making molds and boat molds for other companies in the area. And then when he made the Catamaran Hall and he didn't realize it would be such a good riding boat that he decided to take that on himself and start marketing it and selling it on his own. So that's the boat that you that gifted to Grace. Tell us a little bit about sort of the specs on that boat, your sort of flagship product. Right. So I would say our number one seller is the Sunstar, and it's a 24-foot. Um, you can get it in a Mer Cruiser, or you can have an outboard. Um, it's very well known for its shallow hull draft, which is um, the area of the boat that sits in the water. And a lot of people in bigger water that have tides they have to deal with to get back and forth to their um, piers. It's very good for that. It also has a very smooth ride, which is very big. Um, it, it has air that compacts into those um, catamaran hull, and it just goes and glides right over waves. Um, the other part is it has a, a bow rise that doesn't rise. You can keep sight of the horizon at all times, which is another big thing. And then you can walk right onto it, and it's very spacey, hmm. stable. And how many people does that boat fit? Twelve. And uh, I think we've uh, we've maxed that out a couple times on the on the Grace boat, gotten twelve on there, which is, uh, you know, uh, they were just telling me last Friday we had pre-union, which is where students who are coming to Grace next year come early and hang out and get to know folks. And we took the boat out, and um, they had twelve on the boat, and they said it, it, they were pulling kids on tubes, and it worked perfectly you know it didn't feel like they were slowing them down at all um, it just was a, a wonderful experience for those students so where um, and I found this interesting about the business where do you do most of your sales of those boats um, right now like where do most of your sales come from I would say Florida or the East Coast and a lot of that is the ocean because the, yes, the boat rides so well mm -hmm. again it's it's going to handle four foot waves pretty well. And then, like she said, it sits in shallow water. So somebody that lives intercoastal can take the shallow waters out to the big water and still have a boat that's going to handle four foot waves. But then they've got to get back in during low tide. And a deep V bottom that might handle the, the big waves is not going to get through the shallow waters to their dock. So it's a necessity. A lot of places like the Chesapeake, the Gulf of Mexico, where they have some intercoastals. Wow, that's amazing. Now, you uh, have kids as well, right? Tell me ages of your kids, your future Grace Lancers. Yep. <laughs> Wes is 11, um, Will is 8, and our daughter Kaylee is 6. Okay. Now, you run a boat company. Do you actually get to go out on boats very much and enjoy the water yourselves? Not as much as we would like to. <laughs> Not as much. I've never heard a boater say they're out there as much as they would like, right? I don't even know if we did it's, last year at all. But. Our other tough thing is I feel like we're a golf family too, and 
I, a lot of times golfing and boating don't mix. You, you're doing one <laughs> or the other. So we find ourselves on the golf course a lot as well. That's a, that's a good place to find yourself too. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, one of the things we like to do at the end of the Grace Story podcast is just ask some random questions to get to know our guests a little bit. So um, I'm going to ask you some popcorn questions, and you can each answer them to the best of your ability, okay? And I might change them just a little bit to meet meet our boat theme. So um, if you could have lunch on a boat uh, with one person besides Jesus or your spouse— who would it be, past or present, and why? And Darren, I'll start with you. I'll just go local and say Scott Green. Um, you know, some around here may know him now as, as one of the pastors at, at WCC, but he's just a, a lifelong friend to me, somebody I met when I was actually at Ball State. Um, and when I transferred to Grace, it was about the same time he moved up into the area, so I was maybe one of the faces up here that he knew. And so we've just known each other for a long time. He's a big part of my life. And just a chance to hang out and catch up with somebody I don't see as often as I would like. Good answer. I like it. How about you, Amy? I'd say my grandpa. And what would you uh, want to ask your grandpa who started this wonderful company over lunch? I don't know if I'd ask him anything. <laughs> just to spend time. That's awesome. Um, one of the other questions I wanted to ask is, uh, so you're sitting on the boat um, and it's out there in shallow water and you get to read one book. Um, what book besides the Bible <laughs> would you choose to read? Wow. I don't know if I have a specific book. I have maybe some authors that I like to read some of their stuff. Um, I'm more into kind of just a little bit of the crime and mystery stuff at times, some in, some intense thrillers. So I like reading maybe like a – well, I read Vince Flynn for a while. Hmm. Well, well, he was alive and um, maybe David Baldwin. Amy, you, you're sitting on a boat. You get to read a book. It's not a children's book anymore because your kids have nap. now passed that age. You can nap instead, can right? nap instead, <laughs> lay out in the sun. Um, I'm not much of a reader. So maybe a magazine. There you go. Go for it. Yeah. Or a nap. She's going with the nap, I think. Yeah, I think so <laughs> if you started reading a book, you wouldn't get very far. No, probably it would be, not. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So last question in the popcorn round. What is something that has brought you joy this week? Darren, I'll start with you again. For me, it was, it was last night and it was on a golf course. Um, I got to play a round of golf with my son and my dad and an uncle and a cousin. And the first time that my 11-year-old really got out there and got to do that with all of us, kind of the adults in his life, that was just a lot of fun to watch him and see how he's grown. Um, That's kind of awesome. hang. He kind of hold his own now with us and actually scared us a little bit. We're telling him he's going to have to start moving back tees. <laughs> yeah. Amy, what brought you joy this week? I'd say it'd have to be our kids as well. Hearing about that brought joy for sure. And then... My our other son Will he did baseball this weekend tournament and he played really well and it's exciting. And then our little girl she's got a beautiful smile. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Kids that bring joy that is awesome. Well, one of the things we wanted to let our listeners on the podcast know is there's actually an opportunity for them 
to take a ride on the grace boat provided by Splendor. Um, we have uh, carved out some times throughout the week that we'd love to take alumni or friends out on the boat to check out a, the beautiful Winona Lake that we get to call home here at Grace College. And so if you call 574 372 5100 and ask for Colette Olson, she can actually schedule you an opportunity to check out the amazing Splendor boat. Again, 574 372 5100 and ask for Colette if you'd like to take your ride on the Grace boat. Well, thanks for listening to the Grace Story podcast. Music was written and produced by Dr. Wally Brath, Assistant Professor of Worship Arts at Grace College. Thanks also to our co-producers, Andrew Palladino and Rick Neer. And as always, if you can do a huge favor and rate or comment on this podcast, wherever you retrieved it from, that we would be so grateful. Until next time, live your best Grace Story today.